Uh, hi, uh, welcome to Fingers Watch. Fingers Watch. <laughs> uh, we're uh, You're Ben. I'm I'm Ben. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm uh, possibly a variant Ben. Uh, you know, we got we got a lot of a lot of new stuff here. Uh, talking about new stuff. There's uh, there's that Nintendo Direct. I was that was new. That was cool. There's also some old stuff in there, like the 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 new well the old maps for for Mario Party. Uh, true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Some new You're old right, stuff. Ben. Some new old stuff. So, well. what are we here to talk about, though? Uh, Nintendo, right? <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's Nintendo. It rhymes with it. You're close. Loki episode two. There it is. Low Tendo. I forgot the episode title for this one. I never even look. I don't even know. Brandon, it wasn't up when I watched it. Oh shoot! There you know go. what? I think there I'll was variant up. in it. Yeah. So I think. Oh, it's the variant. It makes sense. The variant. My intro. Variant. The variant. Variant. Yes. Hey, this is uh, this is Ben Magnet. I'm Sparks Witty. That's Ryan Eliopoulos. What's up? And there's Brand T McClure. We are, of course, here to talk about Fake Nerds Watch. And no, we're not going to address the elephant in the room. Let's go. Just like <laughs> just like the multiverse things just happen, baby. They just happen. Okay. Everything's normal for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey guys, another episode of Loki. I had a pretty good time. Oh shoot, I just remembered something before we dive into it that I wanted to talk about because it bothered me all week. And then Ooh. someone in my personal sphere a few days ago reached out to me and talked to me about it. And I'm like, okay, so yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. Um, Do it. I came across as apparently ignorant in the, in the previous episode when I did not intend to when talking about the Mongolia thing. And uh. it bothered me all week oh, because, no. because I was like, I know I wasn't articulating what I meant. And then when someone reached out to me and was like, yeah, you came off as ignorant. And I'm like, yep, that's what I was afraid of because I wasn't able to articulate what I was saying. So I want to be very clear. I, <laughs> I think it's great that it is actually representative of a nomadic culture that does exist in Mongolia. That was not my point. The point I was trying to make is that when you are crafting a show or a film, you are making a choice about how you portray things and that we have a tendency to portray Eastern cultures as a foreign other. And by choosing to portray specifically the nomadic culture in Mongolia, we are still further distancing that representation when I'm like, why did it have to be that? Why couldn't it have been like just a modern part uh, like a more modern looking setting, something that doesn't so easily slip into the mindset where like, obviously I fell into the trap where you think, uh, that seems like super foreign-y and like different. And, and the, like the representation, sorry, real specifically, the representation of by contrast to Loki, them seeming primitive. That's my problem with it. That a foreign other is portrayed as primitive in a generic way. And I know that's not the intention, but it is a tendency to do that stereotype with that kind of transportation. And that was the point I was trying to articulate is that was my concern behind it. Not that like, oh, it's a problem because of that actual specific culture existing or something like that. And more than anything, my issue with it is like, you know, it's not a problem in the sense of like going to the place, but when you are crafting something, you are making a conscious choice of how you represent something and there's something about the way that you choose that specific location, because we don't know why the Tesseract spits them out there. There's never a reason given. You choose that, and that still leans into that tendency to show Eastern civilization as primitive by comparison. That was the point I wanted to articulate. I we don't need to berate it. That's, I just wanted to be clear that was the point I was going for. 
I mean, I think that that has merit. I mean, it could have been an alien civilization. The Tesseract can take you anywhere. Could just be a desert with no people around. Uh, it could have been any. It could have been anything like that. But they chose what they chose. Yeah. Could have um, been the, the, the desert from Shield. The, uh... the, 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 the alien planet. The alien planet. Yeah. yeah. That would have been wild. Yeah. Right. The astronaut shows up. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> I saw speak because you brought up Shield. Mm-hmm. I saw that like the the showrunner for this was talking about like yeah when we dropped Coulson we just kind of wanted to leave the implication of like Shield living in one of those split time things, and I was like oh yeah okay, that's, that's, what that's going definitely for. what it was yeah that's totally what you intended good and job like, <laughs> before the show existed sure. you definitely yeah. did just see people running with that tweet and go yes. That's, yes, that's validation. Right. I hey, love it. I'm all about a good yes and. So what that's hey, that's what the MCU is famous for. Uh, was that in fact Peter Parker and Iron Man two? Yes. No. <laughs> and I'm sticking sure. to it. Hey guys, let's talk about this episode. Yes, yeah. let's yeah. talk about this episode. Let's so, Loki episode two. What do we think about this one? I like it a lot. Ben, yeah, what do you think? Uh, real, real buddy cop vibes, and I think that was my favorite part of the entire episode. Me too. Mm -hmm. Was just the, the, the bits of them just kind of like, you know, talking and just sort of like bouncing off one another. And that, that sort of like, you know, new trainee and like the veteran cop and just kind of like this, this thing. And I, I, I was there for it. I was there for it. Owen Wilson is so impressive because like, He's really not doing anything he hasn't done in plenty of other roles nope, here. Not, he's yet, really not. And yet, it's just, it's just really, really working. Yeah, like, he's just really making it work. It's really natural. It's really weird to me that it took me so long to realize it was Owen Wilson. Oh. It, it took me a solid, like, five minutes the first wow. time I saw it. I to see him that. To see him say wow. something and be like, why is his voice so familiar? Ka-chow. Uh, and Brandon, you mentioned the wig in the first episode. I didn't notice it as much. This episode, super noticeable. <laughs> super well, noticeable. There's, that, there's one scene where it's like a wide when he's yes. sitting at a table and yeah, it's I've like, ooh. But I gotta say, I brought it up last week. I think he looks really good in that wig. The the salt and pepper works really well for him. Yeah, it does, yeah. I just definitely noticed it more this episode. Uh, yeah, I was like, sure. oh yeah, I guess. I, I thought it was his, his normal hair in the first one, but yeah, doesn't matter. Um, what do you think about this one, B-Dog? Well, unfortunately, no, I liked this one. I liked this one a lot. Cool. This is the one. This is the one that I I I had seen the internet chatter, so I kind of figured that I was probably going to be more favorable to the second episode than to the first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I was really excited for the first episode, so I was kind of as I as I mentioned, I liked it, but I was a little lukewarm on it in the first episode. This one was much more what I wanted. This one was much more enjoyable. I was very I was very much vibing with this episode. I liked this one a lot. Uh, I think that this is the most mischievous Loki has ever been. And what Mm. I mean by that is that like God of mischief uh, is his absolute pure joy at going to Pompeii and wrecking everything and saying, nothing matters. You're all dead soon. Look, (laughs) I'm right. Ha ha. All of this is meaningless. And I'm like, that's, that's God of mischief. Loki. Yes. God damn. All right. I feel like he got a lot more. He had a lot more moments to just kind of do his thing this episode, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I like it so much more than the first. Because in the first, yeah, you kind of get you know he has his moments where you know he talks his little thing, the, the little interview, whatever. Um, 
it was fine. It was good. But like here you have them in the tents and, and being like, you know, wolves have sharp teeth and ears. And then, and you know, you know, you know, it's BS from the start. Yeah. Right? yeah. And you, but just seeing him have so much fun with it. That's yeah. uh, that was so good. Like that scene that he's talking to Owen Wilson, and and Owen Wilson almost buys it, yes, and he's yeah. like, ah, "I got you." Uh, and he's and, and like, what you know, the moment Loki takes it too far, he's where he's like, "We will have to meet with the timekeepers immediately." Yeah. And Owen Wilson's like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch!" You, like, <laughs> you, almost, you almost had me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Again, like this, the the buddy cop stuff, like you mentioned, like I'm having so much more fun than like. Not that I didn't enjoy Falcon and Winter Soldier, but like I expected that show to be a buddy cop show, and this is more this is more of the buddy cop stuff I'm getting. Like, because like we talked about like the the character exploration stuff of those other characters. This is like the the meat and potatoes. This is what I want, baby. Like we're learning about both these characters, uh, and he's just a company man, but like he secretly he yearns for more. You yeah. know, he, he yeah. he's got a wild side. The I, thing I that I... The... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh God. <laughs> uh, uh... As Ben, I will, <laughs> I, I will, I will just take the initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is, there is something. Uh, now that you bring up um, Winter Soldier, not Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Falcon Winter yeah, Soldier yeah. is half the same title. Um, where this one just allows itself to have more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You know, and I, I understand. You know, one's more of a drama. It has to be a little bit more serious. It has to kind right. of you know toe that line. But that whole buddy cop sort of you know vibe those also had a lot of humor in them you know it was a, a lot of banter which i don't feel you really got as much mm-hmm. and with this you're just kind of like oh hey they're you know just giving each other crap i think i think the biggest thing that's already clear a third of the way into this mm-hmm. by comparison to falcon and Winter soldier was also was a six episode series is that this show is about loki predominantly yeah everything else secondary and it's doing that well Falcon and Winter Soldier struggled to be about either of its title characters mm-hmm. throughout, and that was a problem for it. And I, I, and I think Loki has that down. Because I've seen the whole thing. Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you, you were on I was Faker's on, Watch with us. I was on here, absolutely. watching it with you. One of, the yeah. things, one of the things that I noticed uh, when the, not the, man, there's so many scenes where they're just sitting at a table talking, and they're so right. engaging, but... Yeah. Um, I loved every single time when, the, when they sit at the table just talking, like, I'm here for this. Yeah. Um, but there's one moment specifically where Loki is talking about free will and the fact that the yes. timekeepers don't know about how the, they're they're mm-hmm. figuring out how the end is going to, how the end of time is going to be. And then once that is figured out, we can all, it's almost like a cult. And that's when it clicked for yes. me. Sparks is right. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, last week of your theory. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Ben, as a reminder, the theory being that, <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, I mean, he, I know what it was. Ben, the variant. Yeah. Uh, a, a reminder of the fact that the theory is that uh, ultimately Loki, in the first episode, he talks about like all all of this is illusion. Uh, it's an assessment of himself. At the same time that he's saying everything I do is an illusion. Right. Everything the TVA yeah. is doing is an illusion to make uh, the weak feel involved and important. Mm-hmm. And then in later in the episode, he admits that's a representation of himself. Right. That doesn't mean that when he was saying that about the TVA, it he didn't believe true, that was yeah. true. So Loki's goal is to break every one of the idea that the TVA is is correct. Because he's like, I know that's bullshit because that's my bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm going to show everyone that the TVA is bullshit. And inevitably, he's going to free the sacred timeline, create the And it looks like with some help. <clears throat> yeah. So he's leaving the breadcrumbs in that scene that Brandon's talking about 
for Owen Wilson to start to go. Like he's like he's poking at the holes yeah. for Owen Wilson's character to, break through. to yeah. see through. And he's like, so so you see how free will not having it for you is a problem. Yeah, well, it's complicated. So right, right, right. Yeah, and it, I, I, I think that the what really strikes there at that line is is when he just looks at me. He's like, so if everything's determined for everyone else, we're the only ones that get to really make choices. And that speaks yeah. to Brandon's point from the last episode, which is that it Loki is not meant to exist. He's a variant that's not supposed to exist. Mm-hmm. And yet he is here doing this, So he has which to by the exist. laws of the sacred timeline, right, I say exactly. that he is supposed to exist. And so it's a contradiction that can't function. And that's what Loki's pointing out is that like, it's if all that bullshit. were true, then I couldn't be here, yeah. but I'm also supposed to be here but I'm not, yeah. which is why I'm here. So the whole thing doesn't work. Right. And I love... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, the way that Owen Wilson talks about the sacred timeline and the timekeepers is legitimately like a like a religion. Yeah. He's, he's talking about... he The timekeepers are his god. And they've right. never they, met him. They've, they've never, never met him. him. He's, but he was created by them. And he says that there's... Every religion has a doomsday prophecy has a has a moment where time ends so yeah. do the timekeepers the the timekeepers the tva is looking at like eventually the timekeepers are going to figure out what the end is like like and then we can all just sit back and relax that's exactly what every single religion on earth tells you happens in their doomsday prophecies right that that line like and then we all get to relax at the end of time it's heaven and, yeah it's like, i sat there and i was like Oh no! Oh no, sweetie! Because oh, yeah. <laughs> the thing—I mean, like, I have experience with cults. Sure. Uh, variant Ben comes from a very interesting place. <laughs> the, your timeline must be wild. It's—it's it's insane. It's it actually crazy. Uh, my my um, fiance Francie <laughs> is uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> is a big part of my life in that world. Listen, it was in the past. You don't have to talk about it on the air, okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you were saying as I was saying point. my point the it's point, exactly like a cult it's exactly like a cult yeah, yeah. what's the point um, and I'm sure and I'm sure that's what the writers are intending it to be for the audience to like Loki poke the holes mm-hmm. so so speaking to that there's the scene where Mobius is talking to Kang's wife I forget her Ravana. name Ravana thank you Ravana uh, and in she, the show she's not right so we gotta stop saying that wait <laughs> she might not be uh, yet <laughs> yet <laughs> we don't know time um uh so he's talking to ravana and she says uh i've never seen them work this hard do you think she's actually seen the timekeepers no this I is some wizard of oz do you shit, think she thinks she's seen the timekeepers yes okay wizard of oz like she's not lying no but she hasn't actually right. seen it. Someone communicates through her. Yeah, yeah, like she gets some kind of message, right. some communication. The three uh-huh. lizard things is baloney. It's so um, baloney. I, I love that they keep making fun of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. these three space lizards. Yeah. Timekeepers. Like, even one they my, don't buy it. One of my favorite one of my favorite moments is in the beginning when Loki is just sitting there with Miss Minutes and he just looks at her and goes, So are you alive or a computer program? Yes. I, yes. I loved uh, I saw like a tweet couple days ago that was all like damn it's really impressive for loki to just go this hard against scientology and i'm like <laughs> yeah someone's gotta <laughs> got him <laughs> someone's gotta take scientology <laughs> down they've had it too good for too long them, too powerful them and leia uh, um okay time. oh no <laughs> so we so we learn so we learn a bit so we, we get we get a little bit inside uh the variant loki's mu- 
the variant Barry in Loki's mind. Um, which brings us to one of my fa- one of my favorite moments when we see all the alternate variants of Loki that the timekeepers have erased. And one of them right. is like a Hulk Loki. And one of them yeah, did the World Cup. What? Well, yeah, one of them's just <laughs> soccer Loki. Like, okay, he just really got into football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I like to imagine there's a you know there's there's a reality where all of Asgard is just really it's into just soccer. soccer. Yeah. Just... <laughs> oh my god, it's like Final Fantasy X. It's like Blitzball. Yeah, oh, exactly. He's, yeah. He's, he's the everywhere. Uh, everywhere they go, they they announce pageantries with Vuvuzelas. Yeah, Loki's the god of bicycle kicks or something. <laughs> oh you know, <laughs> um, there's a there's the moment though where he finds out that that Ragnarok happened on Asgard, yeah. and yeah. I really I really like that moment of seeing much like the first episode yeah. uh, when he sees his whole timeline laid out. He never saw Ragnarok, um, so when he sees that Ragnarok happen, he's like, oh my god. Oh, that gives me an idea. Mm-hmm. So it, it puts a population number on that. Yeah, Under 10,000. So yeah. there's, there's less than 10,000 Asgardians, which I and mean, I'm like, I guess wait, it makes sense. But, but I was like, wait, who died at Ragnarok? The people in the city? Didn't they all get on a ship? I don't know. Now, Hela killed a bunch of people before Ragnarok happened. That happened. Did Hela cool? kill 10,000 people? <laughs> but that's not the same thing. Maybe. And, as and he says. Most people. And the paperwork says the whole species was decimated. It's yeah, true. it says that. that and is, we know that's not yeah, true. We know that's, that's not true at all. That's not the sacred timeline. Is this a different a different Ragnarok that he's possibly... You know what I think it is? You know what I think it is? I think uh, it's faulty paperwork. It's a good yeah. Point. It could be. Yeah. Uh, what I thought, Brandon, is that because we know Ragnarok is cyclical. It could have been an I old. thought it was the previous uh, Ragnarok. That could actually okay. be it. Yeah. Yeah, that could be interesting. Well, that's cyclical in the comics. Would that mean that would mean they're introducing that idea into the MCU for the first time? That makes sense. Right. I just yeah. mean like it's yeah. cyclical in Norse mythology too. Yeah. Right. So like Ragnarok might not it's be fu- the Ragnarok that just happened. It's funny that we bring up Ragnarok because in the comics in 2008, after Ragnarok happened, that's where Lady Loki showed up. Right. Because Rag because all the re- gods all the gods uh, reincarnated into different versions, and Loki became uh, a female version. A sexy female. lady. I wonder, so I wonder if, like, they refer to Ragnarok when the TVA thinks of Ragnarok, they think of the Ragnarok before. Yeah. That mm-hmm. actually wiped Asgard and started the thing again. It could be, or it's just and, a really bad paperwork. And the yeah. recent Ragnarok wasn't true Ragnarok because it wasn't caused the way that Ragnarok was supposed to be. So or, I, I like, oh. or uh, they consider the planet being destroyed, the destruction of the species, because now they're on Earth, which makes them Earthlings. But... Asgard is not a place; it's a people, as we know. Oh. Yes, See, there, there is, there is something. I, I, I vibe with the idea of of it being a previous Ragnarok. I, you know, it's really cool. I almost find it just more plausible for it to just be like a hint to manipulation of paperwork sure. and thought, and be like, you know, that that kind of someone's pulling strings. Someone knows better. Yeah. But they want every lower person of the TBA to assume right. this is what happened. Yeah. Because they're not actually yeah, exactly. watching the direct timeline. Everybody, everybody below the next tier will just believe whatever the higher tier above them, like directly above them, yeah. tells them. Right. Yeah. So at any point there, you can like start messing with it, which, you know, might be fun for it to be just kind of like a, like a whole, a whole bunch of, bunch of crap from the top, but. You know, there's there's room to play my, with it. With my only middle like, management, my only like pushback on that concept is because everyone would know in the sacred timeline because it's too important. Yeah. About the beginning of Infinity War, what Thanos does, right. and Thanos wipes out half the Asgardians. Right. Then. 
it just makes me wonder so if they're I'm like, that's counting. a different moment. It makes me, if it's like Ragnarok is, it takes place within like a couple of weeks. So they're including also Thanos' annihilation. But then it's just like, maybe we're thinking too much into it. Yeah, we're nerds. I think, no, Truthfully, I, I think we like, are, but we're nerds yeah. and that's kind of our thing. You know what would be yeah, as sick I'm as hell? not a nerd in my timeline. No, no. In your timeline, sure. Ben. Football star. <laughs> uh, would, you know what would be a really cool devastation point to visit in this series? Right before um, the planet from Guardians of the Galaxy. It's oh, um, Xandar? Xandar. Right Xandar. before Xandar is destroyed. <laughs> right crazy. before Xandar is wiped out by Thanos. All the Xandarians are killed. Isn't yes. that nuts? That's a devastation point. That's a devastation point. That's, That's right. That's right. Uh, Thanos wiped out the entire Nova Corps. Not half. Whole. The whole also, planet is gone. Same thing with, with uh, 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 all, the, all the dwarves, like with Peter Dinklage. Oh, he yeah, left yeah. only one alive. He so, left like, only one. His, his half thing was just because that's he's a psychopath. He's yeah. a psychopath. He's, he's also full of bullshit. He's also full of bullshit. <laughs> like the TV. Like villains. Are, yeah, yeah. Like people. Well, I mean, yeah, we talked about it when, when Infinity War, when the snap yeah, first yeah. happened. But the idea that, like, yeah, okay, so you halved what was left of the Asgardian people, and then you have that again with the Infinity Stones. I would love to see, Savage. like, you don't even need to get Josh Brolin, like, just the visual of Thanos from, like, a distance. I would they love to see that just model. from, like, a devastation, like, visiting a devastation point as Thanos, like, wiping out Xandar or some shit. I'd be like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a great nod. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but uh, I do appreciate that we go through not just the past, we also go to the future, 2050, Rock's Car. Yeah. 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 Rock's Car. Uh, before we go there, I did want to spotlight, like, one of my other favorite, like, moments that Loki has in this episode is where he explains the different facts of his powers he's like that's actually oh, two yes. different things and he's like how and, and he's like look and he gives this elaborate explanation and they're like whoa calm down it's like they, they all like know this too and it's just like again like every time but they loki, don't care but they don't yeah. care. generally loki like is the smartest person in a room and everyone else like doesn't understand him but this is a situation where like no everyone gets it so your bullshit just doesn't work and yeah. he keeps trying and he keeps trying and everyone's just like you gotta stop it bro yeah you know yeah it, and it that's what really i really like it, it is really interesting seeing him not being the smartest, all the answers. In charge, yeah. In yeah charge. I was going to say, like, uh, what I love about the first episode, one of the most fun things is watching Loki truly be on the back foot. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. And then this one is him knowing he's on the back foot and trying to find the leg up. Yeah. And he can't. Yeah. He tries. Well, he tries and he's like, all right, I know this isn't the way. And then he's in, like, a quadruple he's trying different agent. Ways. And then he like, ends up, like, Truly, as he says, like, I enjoy being right about something, and I'm right about this. Uh, and he when, just rebels in that. One of the things that I do that I appreciate going into the second episode, what was it also in the first? You know, Owen Wilson and Loki are both the smartest people in the room. More, Mobius is smarter, obviously. But Mobius isn't insecure. He doesn't need to constantly keep sh sharing that he is the smartest person, whereas Loki does, because Loki is insecure. I don't think Mobius is smarter than loki i said more knowledge i think mobius is has more resources to knowledge yeah and uh and knows a lot about loki because he, he knows gets, loki deeply well he almost but i don't think, but i don't yeah. think he's as clever as loki is he almost gets got loki is sharper just by pure like how loki thinks he's sharper uh but not in the sense like he doesn't is, have the knowledge base it is he a heavyweight right, the thing is mobius knows that he realizes it. that's why he wants right loki exactly around, you know exactly. it's like i he, he he's playing his he's deficit. playing a game with loki yeah. where he's like i better. need him to keep thinking i'm smarter than yeah him because that pisses him off <laughs> makes him work harder 
Yes. How how much how long should we should we bounce around the fact that uh, the how should, how long should we bounce around the ending? Uh, the enchantress. Oh, you you know where I was going. Yeah, yeah. Right in. Uh, I mean, there isn't there the wasn't... moment the moment the hood came down. I was like, Ryan, that's the enchantress. Yeah, and Loki. It's it's Loki the enchantress. If this is what they're doing, it's a really really cool thing of of having like your cake and eating it too. I, uh, introducing I, I... two different characters, but like there's no reason they can't be the same character. Like, right. The, Enchantress is her own character. Like that's that is a little unfair to the character, but like there's no reason that they can't do this. They right. can't just combine well, characters. So there's a couple of there's a couple of things that I noticed in the episode when because Loki says I would never treat myself like this. Yeah. Um, right. There, there's moments where he's where he's baffled by what's happening because he's like this isn't how I act about anything, uh, yeah. and even she's like don't call me Loki. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now one of now the thing is the foreign credits for this movie yeah. for this episode play and she is credited in the foreign credits as sylvie yeah sylvie which uh, is the enchantress uh, laufey daughter um yeah, yeah which Lush is sylvie i have actually written down lushton is the enchantress that's the second so, enchantress so that is the comics name in the yeah. show and actually in the end credit sequence you see a file and it has a name and it's sylvie laufey daughter so uh, so i think the assumption that you as the audience of course but also loki our variant Loki are supposed to be making is that when they say they're chasing a, a Loki variant, it's a, it's a more or less, maybe a girl, but like more or less a version of the Loki we know. Yeah. But this is a person who fills the role that Loki plays in the universe yeah. in another world, but is not a copy of Loki mm -hmm. himself. It is the same like God of mischief, essentially role Maybe not by that title, but it is that same like function to the universe at large in their world. And that's why they're a Loki variant. They're connected in that way, but this is the enchantress. I wanted to bring it I wanted to bring it up specifically because it's another interesting way that they've that they've gone around Agents of Shield, because Agents of Shield introduced the first enchantress. Oh, I don't remember that. I definitely yeah. watched it. <laughs> um, As um the actress who plays someone, Mara from Smallville. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was the enchantress in Agents of Shield in the episode that Sif showed up. The first episode that Sif showed up. Oh, right, right. you're right. You are right. Different. Yeah, it makes um, sense. Then they would do a different one. So then, so it, what's interesting is they keep they keep dancing around the Agents of Shield connection, which I find fun. It is cool that they're just not completely like recasting. Like that is kind of nice that yeah, they're yeah. like they're giving it some type of. of yeah. We have two going. enchantresses in the in the Marvel comics. Why don't we use the second one instead of the first one? Exactly. Right. It, it's it's nice. Also, there was like we should have known. When like, oh, you're using enchantments, like how how yeah. how naive or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's cute, uh, right? Because that's what she does. She and she takes over people's right. Bodies, she's so. doing things different from Loki, yeah. and yeah. so like yeah. like all the spots were there. There was a point. I I have to admit, there was a point where I'm like, what if she's the enchantress? Yeah. And then that's why the moment the hood came down, I was ready, and I'm like, oh, she's the and it's still and she still has like the Loki. Like if you look at the la the lady Loki, she does that. Like she has like right. the helmet. She has, the, she has the horn, but she yeah. also has like the enchantress, like green right. stuff. And I'm like, this is just it's a cool invention. Of it makes character. it makes a lot of sense. It's a really great way. Like I never thought we were gonna. Be, I thought we'd reach a point where we were never gonna get the enchantress proper in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and this is a really great way to bring her in. Yeah. And 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 like she's a Loki variant, she's also the Enchantress. She yeah. can be both, and it's functional and it works. Also, well, see, I do wonder. I do wonder if she is a Loki variant. I wonder if she is just someone making trouble. Well, no, that's what I mean. I, she's a Loki variant, not in the sense of like she is a Loki variant in the sense that she is the variant of his role. 
for her world, she is that bear. Like, if there was another Asgard, like, she, she would be the Enchantress, but, like, she's the god of mischief. She's not Loki. Mm-hmm. But, right. like, it just replaces She is the world. Loki. So what you're suggesting, so what you're suggesting, and these are all hypotheticals anyway, but yeah. what you're suggesting is that she is from an alternate Asgard where Loki is not, where Loki is not the god of mischief. Yes. Right. Where, right. where she, she replaces him. She functions as that, like, we've reached very far across the branches of mm-hmm. the timeline the multiverse and she is the person who would functionally to an outside force like the tva where most of the universes have a character that goes by loki that's how we refer to that god think of it like referring to like um you know like the the, the romans and the greeks right brandon mm-hmm. the different names for the gods yeah 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 Loki for most places, but here it's the Enchantress. But it's still a Loki variant because they still term it that way. Yeah, just a different name. Because most of these same person, same role, Loki variant. Yeah, I dig it. But not not a true, like, copy of Loki. I I can see that. I can see that happening. One of the things that I was interested in when we we started hearing about uh, a potentially, a potential Lady Loki in the show is the... um, idea that if loki ever saw her she he he would be able to place her in his timeline because he's like oh that's when i was a girl but what you're saying is that necessarily wouldn't be the case right so he's not so i mean to be fair to marvel's credit though i just want to point this out because this is cool uh they have canonically confirmed that loki is gender fluid in the mcu i think that's cool i think that will still come up uh in in some way on the show i think that will Mm -hmm. still be a factor um but I think that, like, functionally, she is she is still connected to Loki. She's still technically part of that large group yeah. of trees. Yeah. Like, if Loki is at the center of it, the sacred timeline Loki, let's say, not the variant we're yeah. watching, yeah. but the but the original Loki that died. And the trees come down and it branches into all these roots. And she's way over here, but she's still part of it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what we're looking at. And I think that's why they call her a Loki variant. I think that's, she's still functionally that person. Right. Yep. I mean, and we've kind of established the TVA isn't a hundred percent reliable. Right. You know, we, we either. They got there first. Yeah. Is what happened. Stuff or whatever. Yeah. They're just there first. So, yeah. I mean, you are, it, it, you are an organization run by people who have read Wikipedia summaries of what happened in the right. universe. Yeah. So, I mean, there's enough there for me to be kind of like, you know, there's, it could very much be filling in a role. It could very much just be like, oh, you know, we, we got it wrong. We got it wrong. <laughs> we yeah. thought it was Loki. And it, it just, you know, maybe she killed a Loki and took like the, the crown. You know what it also you know? could be? It could be a situation where like the timekeepers uh, uh, are like, this person is going to destroy everything we've built. Like we have to fake a scenario just to capture this person. Could be. Like, yeah. cause like, like the timekeepers, like, and like, let's say it's Kang or whatever, like they're still working at the end of the universe to, to make the perfect sacred timeline. Yep. So they're busy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, they need people to do, be here and they're like, okay, this situation with this Loki will destroy everything in our power. We need, we need to fix it. Right. And like, but we can't, we can't actually tell anybody that we can't right. tell anybody yeah. the world would actually end. I want to, I want to shout out. Um, I don't know her. I cannot pronounce her name, but the girl from Lovecraft country. Um, yeah. Ruby from Lovecraft Country. She right. is great as Lady Loki, as mm-hmm. the Enchantress or whoever. I think she's excellent. At, that's uh, the uh, guard who doesn't trust the variant. Oh, he, that's who right, right, Brandon right. Uh, Ben hasn't. This Ben variant hasn't watched Lovecraft Country. I wanted to explain who we were talking. Yeah. About. Well, actually, neither neither has our Ben either. That's true. It, but but I think we've said it to him enough. He knows who we're talking yeah. about. 
so the person who who doesn't trust Loki, uh, she she when she is taken by by the hex, uh, she does the smile that Tom Hiddleston does, and I think it's just pitch perfect. Oh, I thought she was excellent, really, really well done. She's a great actor. I'm so glad she's on this show. Yeah, me too. Um, and I also wanted to point out the girl from Hellboy. I mean, I know her from other things, but she was recently in Hellboy. Um, she helped she helped the cheetah dude in Hellboy. Uh, she was in this. I was wondering where I spotted her. She, you're right. She was. Yeah, the she's the one who can make the ghosts. Yeah, she's. Yeah. Uh, she, she's fine. Obviously, she has more. Oh, no, I, I just like her as an actress, and I'm. Ha- I was happy oh, to yeah, hear her in, in the yeah. show. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Brent is just watching. He's like, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. I was like, oh, good for her. Yeah, I'm glad you're in this. Right. Yeah. Uh, those are the, the two I wanted to shout out. For sure. Um, yeah, I, I really like. I really like this. I like the the concept of it. Uh, I'm glad this is the turn we took. I mean, like because you said like earlier, it's it's Sylvie Laufey's Laufey daughter, Dio's Dio's child. I R. So yeah. still right. Laufey's child. Yeah. Just like our Loki. That's like this is the Loki variant. I get it. Like this is the connection we're making. I think it works. Bam. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, but her plan was to send a bunch of a bunch of bombs into the sacred timeline and create a shit ton of branches. Guys, if she created the multiverse, she created the multiverse on on six one six day. Oh, that's true. The yeah. multiverse was created on 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 six one six. That's pretty that's cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm just, if, usually, usually that kind of that kind of stuff. I'm kind of like, nah, I'm not into it. But man, this yeah, variant, this he's one, into it. Like, if they if they do if they don't if the plot isn't snipping the rest of these branches, like if they don't get the sacred timeline under control, this is how we get what if. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So this, so I think what's going to happen is uh, all these, all these timelines are going to go nuts, and then like everybody in the bureau is going to be on alert, going to be going out trying to fix it, and they realize there's too many to fix, and they think the world's going to end, and then it doesn't. Yeah. And everyone's like, right? Oh, Wait, so what? the timekeepers were wrong, and then and then they're going to show up or something, go like, oh, wipe it off from existence, start over again. Or the timekeepers show up. Or the timekeepers show up and are just like, we meant for this to happen. These are all right. Yes, totally. Definitely meant for that. And then Multiverse of Madness. And first Spider-Man, but yeah, well, you know, we're going to skip that. I'm going to skip. I'm just going straight. Doctor Strange is in Spider-Man. Never mind. I like it now. (laughs) Ben, remember, you and I were the ones who reviewed Doctor Strange on this podcast. So like we have to see everything Doctor Strange. It was our first ever MCU review and it was just you and Ryan. Yeah, Yeah. I, they found but this change. was a variant, so no, yeah, yeah. Still like, right? Did this yeah, happen? Yeah. In, did that happen in your timeline? Yes, but there were lions. Wow! What a world! Just in the movie. <laughs> wow! Night Vale joke. No, nope. uh, nope, just unexplicably there were lions in the uh, movie. Only difference. Nuts. Everything else was the same. Uh, I want to say real quick. I I wasn't sure how the rest of the season was going to go. And then when, when this episode happened and I saw like, okay, we got to go fight the Baron. I was like, okay, I hope it doesn't turn into like the traditional thing I, I was expecting. And it did do that, but it, it subverted it with him, like trying to team up with the Loki, but then it wasn't really even like a Loki. And then the whole multiverse thing happened. So like, they're still subverting my expectations on, on like tropes on TV tropes, but like the show looks so good. I love the music, like the, the super sci-fi music. I love it a lot. Like it looks great. The actors are great. I'm like, Man. the dialogue is sharp. It's this is yeah. definitely like super well written. Like I, again, oh, yeah. like half the show is people just sitting around talking, and like it works. Yeah. So like, yeah. and I, I, I just I I love 
how the TVA looks. Yeah, too. So much. I get that there's the the whole fantastical backdrop with all the buildings, but just the the weird 1940s 50s like like look of just the interior like building boring bureaucracy yeah. no, i talked to do i love control the game yeah. i talked to a friend of the podcast jeremy Bellucci, and mm-hmm. uh, and he'd watched the first episode of this when we talked and he's like yeah i can't i can't believe they brought brazil to the mcu and yeah. i'm like you're right. Right. yeah you're right, you're right. Yeah. yeah yeah uh yeah i really like the look of the of the series it's probably my favorite in terms of design so mm-hmm. far uh, mm-hmm. that we've seen in phase four um and I, I also want to credit i think a lot of the the the, the writing is sharp and i, and I to- totally totally agree but i think a lot of the uh a lot of it wouldn't work without owen wilson and tom hiddleston delivering it so well i agree oh yeah all, all the actors this cast is a really great cast yes um I, I really love it. Uh, I love it a lot. Even the the extras who were pretending to be the Enchantress and attacking Loki yeah. were spot, Randy. <laughs> were spot on. Yeah, Randy. Randy. And then the guy that came after, he's like, I miss Randy. Um, yeah. All of them were were great. Really great. Yeah. I really like seeing Rock's car- Rock cart. That Rock's was cart. fun. Rock's on. Uh, it showed up in like every single Marvel live action property at this point was it in Agents of shield at all Rock, Rock, it was Rock it was mentioned in Agents of shield it's in runaways yep. cloak the and netflix dagger. shows right. cloak and dagger it's been in every single it's a one. running crew presence yeah. yeah oh you haven't seen yeah. we should watch rocks on rocks on is the secret key to linking all of those projects yeah i do wonder has it shown up in the movies yet i don't i don't think so i feel like i would remember this. i don't i don't think... recall I feel I, like we would we would I don't think yeah. Roxxon has ever been brought up in terms of the films because yeah. the only ones I can think of where it would would be Iron Man. Yeah. And I've seen that that's enough. never happened. Yeah. Um so no, but this is MCU proper for sure. Mm. So this, this is, is the sacred timeline. So this is Roxxon finally being acknowledged directly. And honestly, like everything that was Roxxon in those other TV show properties, if you get let all those things be part of your MCU, then it makes sense that they would end up with something like a rock the, 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 the BNL of the, BNL, the, of yeah. the MCU Wally. in the future, the by and large of the future. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Brandon, yeah. I got a, I got a, um, a hypothetical for you. Um, they talked about how time works differently in the TVA. Some mm-hmm. people hypothesize that, it, that it, it lives in the quantum realm. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, I thought on Twitter, I was like, oh, that's fun. I can see that. Yeah. What if the reason Kang is in Ant-Man is because they just accidentally blow him out of the quantum realm and he's like, I was doing stuff, guys. Dang. <laughs> it's just... We, we're pretty confident Kang's either the timekeeper pretending uh-huh. there are three or right. one of the timekeepers. Oh, my God. Because he, he's definitely, he's in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp or Ant-Man and Quantumania. And also, right. like, he, I'm, I'm 100% sure that he's probably not in the show. But like Jonathan Majors is doing interviews right now, and he's like, "I don't know what you guys are talking about, Kang who? <laughs> you can't <laughs> be man. even if you're not in Cheeky it. You, you can't say you don't even know what we're talking about. We know, but we know he's in it because Kevin Feige himself said he's in Ant Man of the Lost Quantumania. That's um, why he might be in this show. <laughs> but I did take another look at, at the at the opening at the opening like welcome video in the TVA, and I was like. You know, that guy does look like Jonathan Majors. Dude, <laughs> kind of does. Uh, the I, I took note of it because we watched the entire credits this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
like I really watched them this time uh, just because we were waiting to see if there was a post credits. And the very last shot is the center timekeeper's face breaking up. Oh, breaking up. Okay. It's like molding. It's like folding up and coming forward in the center. It's the future. Like it's opening up to something. Masks. And I'm like, come they're on, all, man. They're all what? lizard masks. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, Hang yeah. Uh, in the statue. This is the this entire is, time. Uh, <laughs> This is what I was hoping. This is what I was hoping from the show, from the start. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really into this. Uh, I really am excited for the next episode because Loki just bails. Yeah. Um, uh, he thinks about it though. He's like, "Should I? Yes, I'm going to go." Yeah. Uh, um, I think I think based on trailer footage that we've seen, now we're going to see him like falling into places that aren't supposed to exist on the trail of the Enchantress. Because this is where we're going to see like the destroyed New York. Yep. Right. Uh, and things like that. And I'm I'm here for it. I love all the the alternate yeah. worlds. I mean, it's why I'm so excited for like what if and, yeah, and right. all that. Like, Same. yeah, because the thing is, like, sure, the comics have explored it, but I haven't really got to see any of it. Yeah, as far as you know, like film, TV stuff. So I'm just one I'm of just the excited. things. One of the things I remember I remember talking about with um, someone in my life long ago <laughs> was that the Marvel one shots when they used to do those on the Blu-rays mm-hmm. would um, introduce the concept of doing what ifs. And I was like, you know, that's pretty difficult because you got to get the actors to do it. But I really like to see the actors do it. And now with the animated format and they're doing the voices, now we have a way to do that. So I'm kind of really stoked for that. Now that we're finally going to have the what if. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really excited. Yeah. I love, I, I love the idea that the TVA and its existence made a sacred timeline but it's bullshit the multiverse always yeah. existed and this show is going to be like yeah the multiverse yeah and then that's going to spill over into the spider-man film yeah. where dr strange is and it's going to spill over into like because we know because we know alfred molina and jamie fox bare minimum are coming from their spider-man mm. movies into yeah. spider-man 3 somehow so yeah somehow okay. I, I i love that that phase four seems to just really be like all right we're doing multiverse stuff yeah this is this is happening but like we're blowing it up in little pieces yeah. like they are doing damn it son of a bitch they are doing the uh the same thing they did to make the avengers but with the multiverse they're doing oh. little pieces mm-hmm. and bringing single elements from one film and one structure to another yeah. to build the multiverse so when it happens the MCU it just audience makes sense instead of just doing a flashpoint yeah <laughs> smart yeah. you know yeah, like they that. win again I like that. You know, because not everybody is so like interested. They could be like, "Oh yeah, multiverse stuff." I mean, I, I think that anybody that watches the the Marvel movies, or, or I, I think at least a, a decent amount that sees any sci-fi movie, has an idea of what multiverse is. You know, it's like it, people know it's like, okay, sure, multiple universes, but like what that really means in Marvel, what that really the implications of that. It's nice to see them take the care and the time to just be like. Oh, okay. Here we go, piece by piece. This, these are. This is what we what's talked coming. about. They started. We small, talked about how. Spider-Man. Yeah. We yeah. talked about the for the last episode. Victor's watched. You know, like how uh, multiverse has been mentioned in the MCU before. It was yeah. mentioned in Doctor Strange, but their concept of multiverse could arguably be, oh yeah, that's a different dimension. Not necessarily. Oh yeah, there's all these split, fractured, alternate histories, alternate versions right, yeah. of the events of which we live. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that seems to be the concept that they're not entirely aware of, which is why the TV right. is like, yeah, we need to maintain yeah. that nobody be aware of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It just, it's, it's nice. It's nice to see kind of the that care being taken into it instead of just being like, oh, you know what would be cool? This, and then just throwing it in. Right. Flashpoint. 
of the of the two directions that we've seen the MCU go in Phase Four, and I'm I'm still on record saying that I'm not sure about this next Spider-Man movie, but um, the I don't the, know who is like I don't alternate, know I know everybody's interested, but I don't know who's sure of it. Alternate Ben is one hundred. You can quote me on this. All right, it, Ben. It will be amazing. Listen, that's it, a multiverse movie. Maybe like alternate Ben shows up. Alternate, yeah, I'm. I can't. I cannot confirm nor deny that I'm in that movie. Nobody <laughs> can confirm or deny that they're in that movie, except I, um, Alfred Molina. <laughs> for Alfred I, thought, Molina. I, thought meant, I thought he meant alternate Uncle Ben. Oh. Oh, which right. one, Martin Sheen or the other one? That's I forgot. No, hashtag, hasn't hashtag William up. H Macy for Ben Parker. Oh, Jesus. But but no, I'm I'm confident that movie's gonna slap. But of the two of the two directions we've seen the MCU go in Phase Four, which is the more grounded approach of uh, of the post blip of the post blip world, uh, and I hate the blip name of the post snap world, um, uh, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or the multiverse that was that was largely um, accidentally alluded to in WandaVision, but more explicitly alluded to in Loki. Um, I, I'm I think the multiverse one is the more uh, promising. Direction because of just how Falcon Winter Soldier ended. But if Falcon Winter Soldier ended stronger, I'd be more interested in that direction. I I think the whole thing with with the blip. You're right. It does suck when you say it out loud. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you real quick. I think we've talked a little about it a little before. Like why the blip sucks. The reason the blip sucks is because the people who were alive on Earth for five years would not call it the blip. They would have called it something else because the blip implies that they left but came came back. back. So that's what they'd call it in the hindsight of looking at right, it. Yeah. But for the first five years and the name that it really would be called, it'd be called something like the Great Dissolving or something because everybody yeah. fell into ash. The Great Eraser. Yeah, it'd yeah, be called yeah. something like that. The Ashening. Nobody, yes. nobody, we've seen Infinity War. Nobody just, okay, we're all gone. They all slowly evaporated away. There was yeah. a, there was the a, dusting. Like, the, they'll the call dust. it something. Guys, there was a comic yeah. event. They could just call it the Thanos Imperative. Yeah, right, because if normal people on Earth are told at a certain point, like, right, yeah, yeah, Thanos did this. Yeah, people know who yeah. Thanos is. Yeah, They're, right. They, killed, they yeah. killed him. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. But whatever the name of this disappearance, disappearance. was. The snapping. The snap. <laughs> Even the Great Disappearance is a better name than the Blip. <sighs> oh, what was I talking about? The Great about? Loki. Loki-ing. Does anyone remember? No, you were uh, talking about the 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 interesting thing about about the post blip world, post snapping world. Well, there we go. Thank you, thank you. Uh, the whole thing about that is that so far with what we've seen from it, to me, it feels much more like just a a narrative device to be like, okay, where are these people's stories going? Like personal stories, mm-hmm. and everything else that's more like connected is the multiverse thing, and it's weird that like such a big event feels much more like just a, a, a throwaway narrative device to be like, Oh, here is some reason for why this is happening. Right. And that's what I told, that's what I talked about on Falcon Winter Soldier. I'm, so, I'm sorry. This Ben won't remember, but the, the, um, the discussion we had about Falcon Winter Soldier was that I'm far more interested in the idea of what happened after the snap, what happened after everyone came back. What is the geopolitics of it? The GCR, um, you know, all that stuff, but that's so poorly handled by the end of all of, of Falcon Winter Soldier that I'm just like, this, well, you blew it. This because- is the, this is my major thing is that like, I still have come away from Endgame, and nothing has changed my mind about this, that like making the five year gap 
has so far in my mind been a bit of a mistake uh, where like you didn't just bring back all the people because you have created something like so complex and interesting that you have to do so much to explore it. And I don't think they're ever going and, to get there. And the thing is both in both Spider-Man and, and Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, has there been anything else that's, that's addressed? WandaVision. WandaVision. Wand, well, yeah, WandaVision. It, it, you're right. You're right. It did. Every single one of those instances, it was more of a man, things changed. Right. And that's yeah. it. And you're just like, okay, and? But Falcon Winter Soldier goes the furthest with the GCR. But sure. it never quite but like, even then, gets there. Even then, it just feels like it's just an excuse for their thing. Right. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, but you're right. You're right. Like, that's the thing. Is like, it, it, they, they created such a tall order that I'm like, they'll never be able to meet. Yeah. They will never be able to meet, like, what that means on a cosmic scale or just on an Earth scale so there are, to have that happen. There are two shows that do excite me with possibilities, and it's She-Hulk and it is Hawkeye, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. those are two shows that deal specifically with, with <clears throat> She-Hulk dealing with people right. and helping people, and Emma, or Astro, sorry, cat problems. Um, uh, Hawkeye's most famous run by Matt Fractions about him helping his neighborhood um, who are being taken over by mafia people. Like, his apartment is being like, bought by mafioso. So, like, the show's about him helping na- his neighborhood. Yeah. So, like, what's happening in neighborhoods? People with the blip. So, like, I'm right. really hoping, like, that's what it's tackling with Shield. It's like, you're you're helping people by being a lawyer. Especially, especially him as a character who is super motivated because he lost his family. Exactly. Right. During yeah. that so, time. I'm yes. hopeful that these shows will go into it. And sure. if they don't, then it's like literally wasted opportunity. Right. Wow. It's, and, it's like, and it's like this is the chance you get. Era. To be fair, we're just three properties into to the, to the phase and, four. And I get that. But the so. thing is, we're also only just a few properties into the multiverse and that's already being more pieced together. That's true. That's a fair point. That's, that's a fair point. Is that, that's the thing. I think you said it really well earlier, which is just like, it's a narrative device more than it is a constant development Mm -hmm. uh and it should be because something on that scale would always be present like honestly the next decade of the mcu should always whether in space until we on earth until we catch up be permeated in real life be permeated by that that event yeah uh because it's so massive and so impactful i still want that documentary yeah yeah the mockumentary yeah, the fake documentary yeah. about five yeah. years later. It would yeah. it, that would go a long way oh. to making like me feel oh, more sure. David Atten- more justified. Oh, there's in the there's blip. there's one movie that that did address the blip really well. Yeah, yeah. Which one? Cats. Cats. If you haven't seen Cats, you have All to right. watch Cats to understand the MCU. Now I got thanks, thanks for coming to this episode of Fake News Watch. <laughs> Um, uh, I did. I did want to say one thing before we close out because we didn't spotlight it specifically. I know we were all thinking it and kind of beat around it, but like. The part where Loki takes his salad and explains <laughs> how the variance oh. works and why you can do whatever you want in a point where it's going to be destroyed is excellent comedy between Owen Wilson and Loki, oh. where he's like, "No, no, don't, don't, <laughs> don't put, don't put pepper in my That's salad." My salad. Don't do it. No, not, like, no, because he metaphor. says, like, uh, he says, like, uh, this is, uh, this is the the fire to the palace, and he's like, "No, don't light the fire to the palace." <laughs> It and it's just he does it twice he does it twice he does it twice when he's just yeah 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 just he just wanted the room yeah. tom hiddleston yeah. knew the visual comedy of what he was doing yes. and it's yeah. like it's like the drink oh, okay wait oh hi it's you again we've never really seen loki like this because like we've never seen him just like fully 
like vulnerable like really because mm. like he's powerless and like what is he gonna do so like we he's goofy he's, yeah. he's goofy sometimes yeah, yeah. And i'm like oh man like the real 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 loki gets to shine and now. you only got to see a little bit of that because, coming out because that fun with Ragnarok. that yeah. fun feels yeah mischievous yes yeah he's being mischievous yes. yeah he can be the god of mischief without being an asshole yeah exactly. I, I also think that while not the most screen time yet this is more screen time than he's had in a long time oh he's yeah. definitely like cried like three times in the last two episodes like he's had more emotions well but like just like in terms of screen time like if you if i'm sure if you add it up there is at this point more screen time in the in the movies than there is in the show but by the show the time the show is done Tom oh, Hiddleston yeah. will have more screen time in this show than he had in the entire MCU up until this point. I think oh, yeah. that that does a lot for Tom Hiddleston as a performer because as now he's able to play a lot more, he's able to be a lot looser. Now he's not playing against Thor or Odin or whoever. He's playing against really himself most of the time. It's, it's again, it's like it's all these like for all three shows, like all of these characters who haven't been the leads of their movies, like yeah. they finally get a chance to lead. And it's not just for two hours, it's for six hours. Uh, mm-hmm. I love, even though like the variant Loki turns out to be the Enchantress <coughs> and not, and so not a one for one of him uh, as a person. I love when he's trying to speak to them and they're running circles around him and playing games. And he's like, God, I, I fight, I get Thor. I get why Thor gets so <laughs> this is annoying. This yeah, <laughs> this is frustrating. <laughs> yeah, like uh, and, and, and um, she was only on screen for a little bit, but like, like she already has like a presence. And I'm, oh, like, yeah. I'm really excited to see like, oh, she's gonna be like equal, like like an equal presence to Tom Hiddleston. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully they can stick around. Yeah. yeah. Um, because yeah. like again, like why can't we just have a bunch of Lokis running around? That'd be no, so much not? fun. Why not comic books? I need, I need, I need World Cup Loki. <laughs> I just there's a deleted scene of like I, how he cheats. He's already erased. I, you know, multiverse. He comes back. There's, there's, there's. That some... is an interesting concept. Like, will them fix doing what they're inevitably going to do in in undoing the work of the TVA? Oh, like restore. Like, those guys. they're gonna go well, to the beginning. This is this goes back to what we said. We said last week that like uh, all of the variants aren't actually erased. That 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 zapping thing doesn't erase them. Right. It essentially vaults them. They're, they're in the cabin in the files. woods. Like the whole TVA is full of them, just like locked in cabinets. That's why it's so big. I mean, they hide them. Yeah, I love it. God. I, I, agree the this, I agree with yeah. this just because that means World Cup Loki exists yeah. still. I want I, that well, man bear pig Loki. Man bear pig Loki. Yes. Bear pig. Um yeah, I, I'm I'm really into the show. I can't wait for next week. Yep. Uh shall we anything else you want to add or shall anything we... else variant Ben? Uh yeah. Yeah, uh, if variant Ben went by any other name, like Xander, maybe. Oh no, which, we were gonna. We, we, no, all the Xanderians were not. Do you want to say anything else about the uh, show? The show? No. Okay. No, I'm. I'm going. We'll do that in a sec. Okay. Wow, variant Ben, that's so different than our Ben. <laughs> Normally, you he know, gives a recap. That's why it's a variant. <laughs> you, you, yeah. Loki. Um, okay. Uh, good. good. Okay. Well. Good. Should I should I tell the audience who he really was, or should I just end it? Real quick, uh, we'll do your spiel about fake. Nerds. Real quick, um, this 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 lady Loki, aka this new age Trancheress, is from Kieran Gillen's Young Avengers run. That we're also the kid Loki is introduced at the same time around the same time. So I'm not saying the kid Loki is going to show up, but if we're seeing a bunch of different Lokis, it'd be really cool to see like cool. a really young prankster Loki. I would love Loki. to see it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think kid Loki will. I don't think kid Loki will replace. 
uh, Tom oh, Wilson, but I, I do think we might see him. What'd you say, Sparks? I talked over you. I said I wonder if we've already met him. Ooh, Ooh. spicy. Peter Parker? <laughs> no, I'm thinking of the boy from the first episode. Which boy? The boy that, who had the gun. Oh. oh. Mm. I don't know. All right. I think I'll... Let, let me do my spiel then. Uh, this is Fake Nerds Watch. We're doing Loki. Uh, we're going to be doing all six episodes of Loki. So that's cool, guys. Make sure to like this video. Make sure to subscribe to this channel. Um, and you can find all of our other sh all of our other shows on this channel, such as our newest show, Animation Station. Sparks did Sparks launched Animation Station. Now, the first episode of that is out where Sparks and I, I guess on Sparks' this new show, uh, talk about Adventure Time Distant Lands BMO, the first of the Distant Lands specials. Um, and then you can check out Basement Arcade, which is currently on hiatus. Basement Arcade pause menu. Did you guys get anything right about E3? I didn't check. I got one. Th I got one thing. Thanks to most, Nintendo. Most no. Most no. Well, if you wanna go back and check, check their work. Go ahead. That's up now. Um, you can check out our Fiction Book Club currently on hiatus. Um, you can check out. Yeah, that's all the video ones, right? No. Well, this. Yeah, and of course, my show Conversation uh, comes out every Thursday. Um, Our anniversary special is out. I'm getting there, Sparks. Well, I'm sorry. Okay, you said if there was anything else. Um, I did forget, actually. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you can check out, you can check out um, my podcast Conversation, um, where I talk to other podcasters and the like, like that. That's that's all audio though so check it out on all your audio platforms um and of course our fifth anniversary special as sparks mentioned is up um that was last saturday uh, it's a lot of fun great time was had by all uh not this ben though this it was the other ben that we had on that ben. one regular ben. regular ben. Yes. yeah um and we'll Prime. do ben. Sacred, sacred timeline ben. Sacred, 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 ben. Sacred, ben. sacred that's his new name sacred, sacred ben. ben um I hope you're watching this. <laughs> the, the sacred Ben. Sacred ben. <laughs> Hold on. Sacred Ben. It's like him looking like a timekeeper. <laughs> it's, him, it's him here, and he's looking in the mirror, and here's variant Ben <laughs> in like, a reflection looking up. Oh, my God. Sacred um, ben. All right. There's so many t-shirts just based off of Ben. Forever. We'll never run out. <laughs> um, he's, he's a good fake nerd podcast good meme. Inspiration. That's true. Um... In our fifth anniversary special we've been doing this for five years uh that's up on 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 youtube and audio um wherever you listen to podcasters podcasts it's great check it out um that's that okay so what do i do next subscribe to us i said subscribe to us like us i'm having an aneurysm guys i don't know what's we wrong a, we have a patreon we have a patreon jesus thank you we have a patreon what's wrong with me uh, i'm the variant um, <laughs> We have a Patreon. Like the occultist in The Conjuring? Yes, like Mr. Sinister. Oh my god. Or, this or, is, no, I am the real more, Brandon. It's even more brutal. It's like Ultron when he rips apart the, oh, the smaller Ultron body. Oh my god, it's a six foot eight Brandon. Oh, oh my god. god. All right. Like yes. the rock size Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it Sometimes I wish I looked like The Rock. All right. Check out our T Public. Speaking of shirts, we got a bunch of shirts. Our new animation station logo is on T Public now. If you want to get that shirt, I, it might be off center. I'll fix that. Um, then there, we have our Patreon. You can check out our Patreon. We just added the news here of the one dollar tier. Our one dollar tier. Uh, the, the, if, if if you kind of like us, 
Just kind of, though. If you like us more than that, you got to do $20. Whoa. If you like us enough. No, if you love <laughs> us, you do 20 If you, you like, just us. like us a little, you can do one of the other tiers. We also get a t-shirt, so it's like you can just like us and you get a t-shirt. That's true. At the $10 tier. Also that. Look at that. You can oh. do that. But it's cheaper, wink, wink, on the $10 tier to buy a Patreon-exclusive t-shirt, which is for the one more week, one and a half more weeks, which is Ben, ben Magnet's exclusive club. Are you in this club variant, Ben? I didn't ask. Stephen King's best friend? Are you Stephen King's best friend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very some, cool. Some things are true in all timelines. Some things you were, you never were best man change. for his wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How um, old are you? <laughs> you know, the, time flows differently. Oh, it's the Connor realm. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you can check out those things. Definitely check out our, P- our Patreon, our Public, and you can find all these links on our website at www.fakenerdpodcast.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us, I'm at, oh, nope, Fake Nerd Podcast on all social medias. If you'd like to get in touch with us, fakenerdguys at gmail.com. Uh, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter, Sparks. Uh, you can find me on vacation at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. And, uh, of course, this is our good friend, Xander Hake, uh, who it graciously is joining us for this episode. And I love it, and it's good to have you. Um, so thanks for coming on and pretending to be Ben. Um, it's, it's awesome. It's uh, where can people find you wherever you want them to find you? Oh, for sure. Uh, you can uh, find me on Twitch at uh, Jacques yeah. in the Box. Uh, J-A-Q-U-E in the box uh, you can also check out my uh, VR photography at uh, Jack's underscore box on Instagram so J-A-Q-S underscore box and uh, yeah nice love it I've learned so much about you just now apparently I've been mispronouncing your last name yeah yeah that is it is Kake wow I'm sorry <laughs> no no it's fine, what, it's fine what have you been saying <laughs> yeah Jacques yeah, Xander Jacques. Jack you. Well, Xander is short for Alexander. Yeah. Alexander Jacques. Yeah. Sounds yeah. right to me. Some people say Jack. I, yeah. I've, I've, I've gone by Jack. He's a yeah. Jack of all trades. Yeah, that's why, that's why Jack in the box, you know, Jack's box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, where can they find you? You can find me at DJ Tony Snark everywhere. All right. Make sure to like this video and subscribe to this channel. And until next time you see us, guys, stay fake, nerds.